to Where Passion Meets Truth by Shield Sisters Initiative. We are two best friends who co-founded a community of women, oh, a community for women entrepreneurs who want to live their passion and embrace their truth. I'm Raywin, a self-love coach obsessed with coffee, mustaches, and all things community. And I'm Megan, a truth-seeking super nerd with a passion for mental health, books, and mindset. Each month, we'll bring you a couple of guest interviews, goal-setting tips, and mindset-changing topics to guide you on your journey of living your passion and embracing your truth. This week, we are going to be doing our April Mindset episode, and Megan's going to give us a little recap on what mindset is and how it affects our lives. Yeah, so if you've listened to our podcast in the past, you'll know that we talk a lot about mindset and the importance of cultivating a healthy mindset. Um, So what mindset is, is it's your beliefs about your beliefs, thoughts, and emotions regarding a certain concept or group of concepts. So when we're talking about mindset, we're talking about building up positive mindset beliefs and helping you to develop um, positive scripts so that um, you can continue to do whatever it is that you do best and do it in a positive and confident and profound way. So that's what we're going to be talking about today for um, the month of April. April's focus has been changing your own life and we think that mindset really plays a big part in changing your life because even if you have the goals and the desires to change your life, maybe it's to get healthier, to get more active or lose weight, change your career or your relationships, no matter what it is that you're focusing on that's going to change your life, it's not going to be successful without doing some mindset work. So today we really wanted to dive into how mindset can help with making your life, business, and career changes. Megan has one of my favorite tips ever, so I'm going to let her share that. Yes, so I heard of this concept through Denise Duffield Thomas's book, Get Rich, Lucky Bitch, and it's the concept of identifying and clarifying what you want to be do and have and so this can apply to everything even though um denise's book get rich lucky bitch typically focuses on um, money mindset this concept of identifying what you want to be do and have applies to literally everything because once you clearly identify what you want to be do and have you can start doing the mindset work that's going to um, guide you into your ideal life. So, for example, um, let's say you want to be um, a health coach or a nutritionist or something like that. That would be your um, that would be your B <laughs> option of what you want to be, do, and have. And what you want to do with that career path possibly is maybe you want to specialize in pediatric nutrition or helping kids to get healthy, something like that. That would be your do. And for your have, this is kind of like what this decision is going to allow you to have in your life so that you're able to um, really achieve 
everything that you hope and dream and desire. So if this could be if new, uh, being a nutritionist is going to allow you to work in your community more frequently um, because that's something that you want to have. You want to have that community um, like grassroots ties kind of a thing going on. Um, that is something that you could have when you're doing this. So again, it's from Denise Duffield Thomas, Get Rich Lucky Bitch, and the concept is to identify what you want to be, do, and have. And um, again, once you start doing that work, it'll guide you into exactly the life that you want to be living. I think that is a brilliant way to break it down into simple terms that are not overwhelming because everyone wants to be something, everyone wants to do something, and everyone wants to have something. Yeah, definitely. And like you said, it's a nice simple way to break it down because life can be really overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. We can break it into little chunks. Like, I hate this phrase, but it it makes a lot of sense here, like eating an elephant. You can't eat an elephant in one bite, um, but you can break it down into smaller chunks and take it piece by piece. And so by breaking down these life changes that you want to be making piece by piece by identifying what you want to be, do, and have, it's going to make it a lot easier and a lot um, more manageable to make the changes that you want to see in your daily life. Exactly. And I think that when you break down that be, do, have, it makes doing the clarity work so much easier because you are focused on just those three things instead of like, I'm trying to get clarity in this area of my life, this area of my life, this area of my life. No, let's focus on what do you want to be? What do you want to do? And what do you want to have? Let's focus on those three and then all of the other pieces fall into place. So let's talk about doing the clarity work because I think that a lot of people, in addition to feeling overwhelmed by the whole aspect of changing their life and so breaking it down makes it easier for them, but I think doing the clarity work, they get really scared about digging into that negative stuff. What do you think, Megan? Yes, for sure. I know for me personally, it's very intimidating to sit down with yourself and identify what you really want because um, there's this little voice in, in your head that like it's your ego talking and your ego is like, you know, you have your your actual self and you have your ego self and your actual self is what is the person that you are meant to be and it's the person who is a dreamer and she wants to do amazing things but your ego is that thing that's just like well eh, it's probably not for you and so it's really scary to kind of sit down face to face with that ego self and you know confront what you want to be, do, and have, and have to confront that ego and say, no, I'm going to do this in spite of you. So clarity work is, it, it can be very exciting, but it can also be very scary. So um, just prepare yourself for, there might be some 
uh, feelings of imposter syndrome or sadness or even anxiety that might come up while you're doing the clarity work and that's totally normal. I think that if I had to say the one big thing that most female entrepreneurs and anyone who's trying to create their new career has its imposter syndrome. I think that imposter syndrome is something that everyone struggles with everywhere because we've been put in this society that causes us to compare constantly. So no matter what you do, no matter how many certifications you have, how many degrees, how many times you've done something or the experience that you have you still feel like you're an imposter. Like if everyone can just take a break right now and say one thing like this is because because our our mindset episode is our actionable episode. This is where we want you to be actively working on your mindset. So right now, stop whatever it is you're doing and you can pause this after I say it so that you can say it to yourself. I want you to say that these words, I am not an imposter, I am experienced, and I know what I'm doing. You can make that more specific. You can list your certifications if that helps you, but I don't believe that you even need to do that because some fields, yes, you need to have the education and the experience. If you're going to be a doctor, you need to have all of that knowledge. That is 100% true. If you're going to be a teacher, you have to have all of that knowledge. But if you are doing something that is more based on your experiences, like for me, what I do is all based on my experiences, then I have that within me and I'm not an imposter but I can look at other self-love coaches and I can feel like I'm an imposter compared to them because they have a different approach than me or they have more following than me or any number of things can make me feel like an imposter. Just like any number of things can make you feel like an imposter. Maybe you aren't a doctor yet, but you've started some of your schooling. As long as you aren't going around telling people that you are a doctor when you are not, then there should be no reason for you to feel like you're an, an imposter. Would you agree, Megan? Like, that's a big thing, don't you think? Yeah, because everybody has to start somewhere. Um, like, just, I don't know, like, we, we tend to think of, like, big names like Oprah or Beyonce or Steve Jobs or... Um, uh, the CEO of Virgin... I, I can't think of his name, Richard Branson right now. Um, they all had to start somewhere. And um, one of Oprah's first TV gigs, she was actually fired from. Um, so could you imagine if she took that as like, well, I'm never going to work in television again. Guess that wasn't for me because, you know, I'm not good at it. So and I'm never going to get any better at it because... They fired me. Could you imagine if Oprah took that mindset and just ran with it? We wouldn't have Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> so um, everybody has setbacks. Everybody starts somewhere. 
It's your mindset and your confidence and your ability to keep going that allows you to make those positive changes in your life. So, um, yeah, just, just stay positive and remember that you, only you are the best you that you can be. So just be yourself and be amazing because that's why we love you. Yes, that is exactly why we love you, because you are yourself. I actually am in the middle um, of writing a mini post, probably, that will end up on Instagram. But it's about being authentic in your life and in your business, because even if you think that you need to be a certain way for someone to relate to you, that person or is going to see if you are being inauthentic. So I think that that is something we need to carry with ourselves when we are working on our mindset. And um, I know that this mindset episode has a lot of conversation. So let's just like recap the points that we've already talked about. One, we want you to identify what you want to be, do, and have. And then two, while you are doing your clarity work, we want you to focus on these questions. What changes do you want to make and why? How will this help you? And how will it give you more freedom, comfort, happiness, etc.? So right now, if you haven't already done it while listening to this episode, write down those questions and I want you to answer them. And if you want feedback from us, feel free to email them to us. Um, it's just raywin at shieldsistersinitiative.com or you can fill out the contact form on the website. Either one works. So what I want to focus on now, because I think this is the perfect transition, is the support that you're going to need while you are working on your mindset for changing your own life. Because when you're changing your life, you are definitely going to need support. And even if you don't seek out support, it's going to be there because there are already people in your life. Once you start making changes to, to change your life, once you start making those changes, it's going to affect the people around you. So it's better to be open than it is to be let them like try to figure out what's going on your relationships are going to change but having open open conversations with your spouse your partner your parents the closest people oh in your God. life is going to give you that support you need so even if you're not thinking that you need support if you think like oh this is something about changing my own life why would i need the support of people in my life like Let's get rid of that thought right now because everything we do in this world and as human beings affects other people and everything that everyone else does, you know, affects us. So there is never going to be any decision made that isn't going to affect someone. And most of the time we know who it's going to affect. So that's why having open conversations can help. For example, if you are trying to get healthy, your eating habits are going to affect the people that you're eating with, whether it's just that you are eating differently when you go out with friends 
or if you are eating differently in your home and cooking for the whole family. If you're going out with friends, you're going to want to talk to them beforehand, like, please don't offer me this or please help me so that I don't fall victim to drinking like I'm doing Whole30, please don't offer me a beer, you know? And if you don't tell people these things, then they might do it without realizing it and then you might get hurt. Does that make sense, Megan? Is what I'm saying making sense? Yeah, definitely. Like, um, just prepare, prepare yourself and prepare the people around you um, that you're going to be making changes. And, like, this doesn't have to be something where you need to hold like a formal press conference to let people know that you're, you know, you're doing a whole 30. Um, and that, you know, you, these are all of the foods that you can't eat. So don't offer them to me. Like that you, it doesn't have to be crazy like that. If you want to do that, go for it. Like go forward with all the confidence in the world and hold your little press conference and do it. But it doesn't have to be insane. But like Raywin said, these changes that you're going to make, no matter how small they are, they are going to start affecting um, other, you know, other people in your life. So if you can help to prepare other people, you know, the other individuals in your life for, you know, hey, these, I'm making some changes here. I'm, I'm doing these things because I feel like the, this is what's going to be best for me. And I would really appreciate your support. That's going to help them to get on board with it. And it's going to make it a lot less, um, there's going to be less resistance and less friction coming from them if they know your reasons why you're doing it. And they'll be able to more fully support you in what you're doing. I think it's also really important when you are focusing on changing your life to speak with professionals. So whether that is if you are doing a Whole30 or getting healthier, maybe you want to speak to your doctor, a nutritionist, or a personal trainer because they are going to not only be a great resource for you, but they are also going to be your cheerleader and they know more of what you should look out for that you aren't encountering any blocks that will hold you back. Additionally, like if you're changing your career, you wanna already speak with the people who are working in that field, speak to your therapist, speak to the educators if you have to go back to school. Because like I said, these people are going to be a great resource, but they're also going to help you create an actionable plan so nothing catches you off guard personal example when I changed colleges because I went to the Ohio State University for two years and then I transferred back to California and California's system and Ohio systems are very different I spoke to my advisor when I transferred to my California University and if I hadn't formed that relationship with my advisor or spoken to him about what should I do, how should I properly transfer my credits, I would have been stuck taking a whole entire new semester of a basic journalism class that I had already taken. But the reason I would have had to take it again is because at Ohio State, 
they had rewritten the description of the class or the course. So when my school in California was trying to get information on the course, they were just skimming the surface and it was saying it was a completely different course than the course that I took. So it wasn't uh, satisfying my requirement. It was the class that I had taken was editing and I would have had to take at Cal State Northridge, I would have had to take journalism like 101, which was their editing. But I had been actively doing journalism, working for magazines for almost 10 years at that point because I was in journalism in high school and I was the editor-in-chief of the high school paper. I worked on staff for three years. So I had all of this knowledge, but merely because it was just a skimming the surface type of situation, I would have been stuck. And I wouldn't have found that out until the very end as I was going to graduate and they would have said, no, sorry, you can't graduate. But because I took the time to speak to my advisor, he was able to do some digging for me. And on the one hand, I was very lucky. He had actually attended Ohio State University, so he had some connections back there. But even still, my advisor was one of my biggest supporters and he helped me to formulate a plan. And I want you to do the same with the professionals in whatever aspect of changing your life you are going to be doing because speaking to the professionals is going to guide you and it's going to give you something to hold on to in those moments when you're feeling most scared or most unprepared. Yes, definitely. And if you're not really sure where to look um, to get the support that you're looking or that you're, you know, craving or that you feel like you might need, always, always feel free to pop into our Facebook group, the Shield Sister Sanctuary. Um, it's a open or it's a free public group um, for female entrepreneurs and we would absolutely love to have you. And it just seems like it's growing like crazy lately. So there are a ton of professional women um, with a lot of career and life experience to share. So definitely reach out in the group, introduce yourself, let us know what you do um, and what it is that you're looking for. And I guarantee somebody will definitely connect with you there. Yes, the sanctuary is such a great resource. And like you said, even if we don't have a professional, there might be someone who knows someone who you can speak to. And that's the beauty of community. There's always someone who knows someone who can help you out. So in addition to reaching out to those professionals and finding the support you need, there are a lot of great ways to reinforce your life-changing mindset. And Megan and I have come up with a list um, of course, you know, journaling is one of our big go-tos. Um, what other tips do you have, Megan? Yes, journaling. Journaling is definitely like my favorite thing to do um, just because I'm such a word nerd and I love writing. So um, to really solidify those changes um, in your mindset and in your life, um, journaling is an awesome option. If you're feeling like, you know, you're not really digging the whole journaling thing, um, vision or dream boards are 
awesome uh, visualization tools as well. And it's really nice because you can put the dream board or the vision board somewhere where you can see it every single day and you'll look at it and you will remember why it is that you're doing what you're doing. Um, and so vision boards are super easy to create. Um, you can even do like a digital one on Pinterest. That's a great option if you don't feel like printing one out. Otherwise you can go through old magazines, cut out pictures, glue them to a piece of tag board, or you can get like a magnet board and put some pictures up on there to help you to visualize these life changes, career changes, business changes that you're making. Um, vision boards and dream boards are, are a really great option and it really helps to get your creativity flowing too. Um, and then another way to reinforce this life-changing mindset that you're going to be embracing is to make it public. Um, now again, this doesn't have to be like a big to-do, you know, with like a tiny, you know, impromptu press conference or whatever, but you can, you know, post it on Facebook or put it on your Instagram um, just to get the word out that you're making these changes so that you can start attracting the correct, the right people in your life who will be able to support you in this journey that you're making. Um, and so they will also, they'll be able to support you and you might be able to find an accountability partner who wants to be making some similar changes as well. So those are a few good options that I think I basically all around have had pretty good success rates. I think that making it public is such a great way to gain accountability. And some people, they get scared because making it public to them feels like it is now set in stone and they have to do such a thing. But I want you to know that you don't. Just because you publicly announce something or search for an accountability partner does not mean that you have to stick with this plan for the rest of your life. I can't tell you how many times I have put it out there that I'm going to do something only to see that something morph into something completely different. And that's just the nature of life. Everything is always changing. So putting it out there does not mean that if you don't accomplish it, it is a failure. I know that was a lot of negatives, but it's true. If you put it out there and you don't succeed, you are not a failure. That's another one you should repeat, okay? Make sure you do that. And in case you haven't ever created a dream board before by cutting out of magazines, it is seriously the most therapeutic thing I have ever done. I used to do it like almost constantly when I was in college and trying to focus on big changes. And I am in the process of teaching Delady how to do that, even though, you know, she's only a year and a half old. I've been including her in it because it's so, so good to see those things that you, you are searching for. I remember that I first came upon this idea when I was a kid with my mom. She had on the refrigerator, it wasn't even like pasted any paper, but on the refrigerator she had pictures of a bunch of things she wanted in our house. Um, a certain style dining room table, a certain style sofa set, 
Sure enough, as time went by, my mom ended up getting the exact pieces of what was on the refrigerator. And it would be years down the line and she would still somehow find that couch that she really wanted. And she just like, that's a, what, a simple example because it was how she wanted her house to look as opposed to how she wanted her life to change. But it works because you're constantly seeing it and you're focusing on it and you will get it when you create a dream board like that. Episode 9 is sponsored by Caitlin Pickett, your virtual yoga instructor. Take your private practice on the go or from the comfort of your living room. Sign up today to get your first 60-minute session free. I love yoga and I love the fact that Caitlin is offering this in the comfort of your own living room without having to go to a studio because sometimes it just isn't possible. Thank you so much for sponsoring us, Caitlin. So we're just about reaching our time limit. Like we said, we like to keep our episodes around 30 minutes because we know that each of you are busy women just like we are. So to recap, today on April's Mindset episode, we spoke about changing your life and we gave you three actionable ways to do that, to identify your be, do, have, to focus on your clarity work by answering those questions and repeating that you are not an imposter. And then lastly, we gave you some tips on seeking out support because you will need support and you will need to have those open conversations. If you have any questions on any resources, we have them linked below in the show notes. And if you have any wonderful ideas that go along with this that we didn't mention, please definitely tell us in the sanctuary because the only way all of us can grow is by continuing to share information with each other every day. So thank you again for joining us. If it's your first time here, please don't forget to subscribe rate and leave a comment on what you think of the podcast next week we will be um, speaking with Kristen Downs of the notable woman and I am very excited to share her conversation with you she's all about women empowerment which you know is one of my favorite things so thank you for joining us today thanks everybody